If you haven't figured it out by now, this is not a Parenting 101 podcast. This is specifically for entrepreneurial parents and founder families who are committed to possibility. So we have the tough conversations here. And today's tough chat is around this concept of taking ownership. And what does that look like? Raising leaders cannot exist without the simple but powerful value and principle of taking ownership. So we are going to dive into what that looks like what it can mean for your little leaders, and how to help them embody it in their own lives. Let's raise them up right. You're listening to the Luminary Leadership Podcast, where we elevate successful entrepreneurs into powerful leaders doing work that really matters. And this episode is dedicated to raising luminaries. If you listen to this show, you already know that it's not about you anymore. As a leader, a real luminary, you're here to deeply impact others. I feel it too. I'm your host, Elizabeth Hartke, a business leadership strategist and mom who's passionate about raising up that next generation of leaders. Looking at my three kiddos, I realized that I wanted to do entrepreneurship differently for them. Society is failing the next generation, and once a week on this show, we're doing something to change that. Whether you're a parent with your own little luminary or you want to heed the call of impacting those trailing you, This short but sweet episode will give you guidance and inspiration you can bring around your dinner table or into your community. You want to create your legacy? Here's where you start. Let's raise them up right. Taking ownership doesn't just have to look like your child learning to take claim over their role in an argument with their sibling or a situation with someone else. Ownership can be a very positive and empowering action for all of us. And you know I'm going to drive this one home, but this ain't just for the kids. This is for us. We have to be modeling ownership. You can't expect to tell your kids to take ownership of their lives or ownership of certain situations as you're there pointing the finger or finding a scapegoat for categories of your life. So today, we're going to break down the different ways you can help your child at any age really take ownership in their lives and the positive result that they can expect from that, that you can expect from that. So we're going to go through them taking ownership of their role, you know, whether that be in a certain situation or scenario, ownership of something they want in the process that goes into that, and ownership of themselves. So we live in a blame culture. People think they can get ahead by blaming others. The government their traumas, their parents, their past, their circumstances, and still expect to experience all that's possible for their lives. Not going to happen. Let's just lay it out. The people who take ownership of their lives are the ones that can tap into possibility. Now, that's not to say that things don't happen to us. Things that things don't happen to us or our kids or whomever that is out of our control. And we're not responsible for the fact that it happened, but we are responsible for taking ownership of what we do with it, as painful as it might be. And it doesn't work in the way that a lot of people think, as with most counterculture conversations we have on the show. I'm not an expert, but I can share what I've learned along the way, what's worked for me and what hasn't worked. For years, I I just craved growth and opportunity in my business, in my life. And there were plenty of times I'd see progress, but then something would set me back or it would leave me feeling stuck. And I didn't understand the power of leadership back then. I studied business. I thought the way to get ahead was going to be business and developing my my company and doing things around business. I didn't know how much of it revolved around me. So when I'd hit those blocks, I would look outward, right? Where did my team drop the ball? What was going on in the market? that was causing the dip for the company? Who screwed me over? Or how did my competition outpace me? These were the kind of thoughts that I had before I understood the power of 
leadership and ultimately leadership doesn't happen without ownership. And then I had a mentor who loved me enough to tell me what my real problem was, which was me. And I resisted that. Yeah, but that was, I was queen of the yeah, buts. But he opened my mind to the fact that although I can't always control external factors or the past or what happens to me, like I said, I can always take full ownership of my role in it, how I show up, how I respond, and a breakdown of where I could have done better. That shift has and continues to have so much power behind everything for me, so much change for me, not just in my business, but in my marriage and as a mother. How many times in the first few years of my relationship with Michael did I look at him as the source of the problem when we get in a fight or when something would go wrong? But he did this or he did that. I was so good at putting him under a microscope, but not myself. And what good did that ever do for our marriage? It didn't. I was trying to do something for the betterment of me, but a marriage is not just me. It temporarily stroked my ego, but it never got me closer to where I ultimately wanted to be, which was in a thriving marriage. So we learned to not look at one another and what the other person was doing wrong, but because that's something we can't control, what someone else is doing, but looked at ourselves and everything started to shift for us. So how about helping your child, no matter their age, to adopt this mentality? What if they learned the empowerment and freedom that comes with Controlling only what is theirs to control and taking full responsibility for themselves. What could be different? Did they get cut from that team and it's the coach's fault? Or could they have worked harder or planned more for that tryout? Did they really get lower grades because their teacher is a jerk or isn't teaching the curriculum well? Or could they have watched less TV or fought harder for the grades they wanted or just taken ownership of the fact that they had a role in it? Was it really their sibling's fault that the lamp broke in the living room? Or could they have not teased their sibling prior, which ultimately led into a fight? May or may not be speaking from a recent experience in our house. It's not about beating yourself up or, or perpetually taking the blame, right? Like always being, oh, it's my fault. This one's on me. I'm not saying that. That's a misconception. And it's not witnessing what we're talking about through a lens of leadership. It's about looking at every scenario with a growth mindset and a solution-oriented focus. What power have they given away without even realizing it that they can take back? This is especially important in a team, which to me, a family is a team. A business company is a team. Everyone taking ownership of their role. How about taking ownership of something that they want? I think it's a habit of parents, I'm raising my hand, Because we love our children, it's to scaffold them as much as possible and prop them up in a way they will always land on their feet or things will always land in their favor because we don't want to see them in pain. But think about all the major life lessons and growth that you've experienced over your lifetime. Did it come from the things that were handed to you or the things that you had to fight for? Did it come from the gifts or from the loss? Giving them space to take full ownership of what they want builds independence and raises them up into successful adulthood. Let's come back to the sports team example, allowing them to take ownership. No one wants to see their child cut from a team because that leads to heartache. But it also allows them to take pride in their own accomplishments 
when they take full ownership of it. So growing up, so my dad played basketball. He was a captain of Notre Dame back in 1972. So it was in our DNA both Notre Dame and basketball. And it was always my dream to play college ball like my dad did. Now, I would constantly talk about how bad I wanted it. I was so good at talking about how bad I wanted it. But I wasn't willing to put my money where my mouth was for a long time. And instead of forcing me to go outside and practice my free throws and run sprints and do... Mike and drills and all these different things, he brought me back to what I said I wanted. He didn't make me. He reminded me that it was on me if I wanted it badly enough. So whether or not this was right or wrong, plastered in every room of the house. My dad, this is back like when we got our first computer. So the only thing we had on it was probably some version of like a Microsoft Word or paint. And he typed in big letters, why aren't you out in the driveway practicing? And he cut those out and my mom laminated them for him. And it was in the kitchen, in the dining room, in the living room, in my bedroom, and on the door into my bedroom, and on the bathroom above the toilet. It wasn't him taking ownership for me. It was him reminding me, hey, you say you want this. You going to take ownership of it or what? And that was a really tough lesson because guess who didn't play college basketball and who was heartbroken? Now, granted, I had multiple knee surgeries, so it led me down a different path. But truthfully, I did never put in the level of effort that was required to get to the level I wanted to get to. And that is the piece that is so critical. Ownership of that gap. It applies in so many other areas, too. Their homework, your child's homework, is their homework. No, you don't want them to go in with it incomplete, but how can you teach them to take ownership and remind them what's in it for you? What's the consequence of not doing it? And what's the consequence of doing it and staying on track? What do you want? And what will get you to what you want? And teaching them to take ownership of that piece, not doing it for them. Sometimes that sting, it motivates. And then finally, taking ownership of themselves. Who are they choosing to become? Every decision they make, they have to take responsibility for. Even the little ones, the seemingly meaningless choices of sitting on the couch and watching just one more show, of picking up the phone and scrolling for just a little bit longer. Those granular choices add up and they matter. So having conversations with your child about their habits and helping them establish awareness and vision Listen, you can have this vision over here, but you also have to have the awareness that if you're not owning the steps in the process to get to that vision, it ain't going to happen. That was the college basketball thing for me. I had this awesome vision. I could picture it so clearly. I knew what number was on my back. I could see myself running up and down the court and shooting the shots that were only ever going in in my vision. But I wasn't willing to take ownership of what was required of me to get there. So helping them connect those dots, bring those two worlds together. Ownership is not a bad thing. It's freedom. It's possibility. And it's not being taught to your kid in school. I can tell you that much. But guess what? It starts with you. Where are the areas of your life that you're not taking ownership? Where you're really good at blaming something or someone else? Is it in your marriage? 
Is it in parenthood? Maybe your child is acting out. What role do you play in that? Have you been on your phone too much and they're just seeking your attention? Are you working too many hours and you're not honoring the thing that you say is your greatest priority? Take ownership. Show them what it looks like to take ownership. And a big part of that is an admission of that ownership. Hey, I see where I failed to show up for you. And it's not an excuse or an exception of your behavior that's not acceptable in our house. But I can see how you're acting out because of where I fell short. So how about we work on this together? That simple shift, that little bit of vulnerability, that opportunity to take ownership could change everything. Please hit subscribe, share this with other founder families and entrepreneurial parents that will be inspired by this and could use a little bit of a push towards ownership. Thanks for tuning in. I hope today's episode gave you exactly what you needed. And if it spoke to you, please leave us a review and be sure to subscribe so you don't miss out on the next juicy episode. And don't be shy. I don't bite often. So come connect with me over on Instagram at Eliz Hartke. And if there's a topic or a question, a guest you want to hear on the show or an idea you have for us, just reach out and share your thoughts. We do this for you. So the more you tell us, the more we can serve. We pick a luminary each week from our social posts. So if you want to be entered into our luminary of the week drawing, then comment, save, and share the Instagram post from this episode. We want to lead and spoil you. Thank you for spending some time with me. I really do appreciate you. So tune in next time to keep building that legacy and doing the work that really matters.